Today's episode was sponsored by Cardia Advisory Group. They are a diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting firm that helps brands and organizations navigate on how they can be more inclusive and diverse within the workspace. You can sign up today for a 20-minute free introductory consultation at Cardia, K-A-R-D-I-A, Austin.com. Hey everyone, Jeff here. Oh, do I have a treat for you. We have to who I call the most interesting man in the world on Mr. Travis. He is a travel writer who has been featured in multiple travel publications, for the most part, all of the major ones. Um, he travels all over the world and writes on luxury travel. And he's going to talk to us today about how you can get started in travel writing and what travel writing will look like in 2021. I'm telling you, his story is very inspiring. He actually didn't go to school for travel writing. He created goals and made it his mission to be able to travel around the world and get paid to do it. Like always, we'll love for you to download the next episode and please share this out for anybody you think that might want to hear this. Thank you again. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. My name is Jeff Jenkins, uh, and this is Chubby Diaries Presents uh, Inspire 2021. We know that 2020 has been a crazy year. And so I have the idea like, hey, let's inspire, motivate, and encourage people into 2021. So I have to bring on some of my favorite people in all of the world. Uh, they are guests that are, are, are industry leaders. And so I really am excited to have this guest on today, Mr. Travis. Uh, and Travis, I, I, I don't want to get it wrong. How do you say your last name again? Levius. Levius. See, I was going to say Levius. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like we have Levius. Mr. Travis <laughs> Levius on. And... Um, Travis is a freelance uh, writer, editor, content creator, coach. After quitting his teaching job in Atlanta to pursue the unknown across the pond, he somehow stumbled upon a career that brought him to over 30, 000, 30 countries in all seven continents, which is something I want to do one day. Um, his writings have literally been in everything from Condé Nast to Lonely Planet to Travel and Leisure. The list goes on and on. And I am so excited to have him on today. Travis, thank you for being here. I know my community and what you have to talk about today is going to be great. Uh, and this episode is actually about travel writing. So welcome, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I'm glad. So real quick for everybody. Travis, can you let everybody know where you're at right now? <laughs> so, yes, um, I'm actually right now in Nairobi, Kenya. It's my first time here. I just finished a epic 10-day press trip around Kenya for a major safari with Makata Safaris. Definitely a top 10 experience of my life. And, yeah, I'm just here trying to now just decompress and just, you know, take in all the amazing things that I've seen on safari. Did y'all hear this? This man is in Kenya. And then even when I asked him, he was like, hey, so that you know, uh, I'm going to be in Kenya. So I was like, what? What? So it's so excited. I'm so excited to have you even all the way from Kenya. And what time is it there? It's 12.04 uh, 
midnight, yep. 12.04. 12.04. <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all, as y'all can tell, Travis has a really cool life. And he has a really cool job <laughs> traveling around the world. So we're going to hop right into it. Travis, how did you make the transition into travel writing? It's a really weird, like slightly woo-woo um, story. So I didn't know travel writing was a thing. All I knew that when I was an assistant teacher in, that, in Atlanta, I just had two big dreams. One was to live in London. Two was to travel the world and just kind of put that energy out there and didn't know how it was going to transpire, but I just believed that I can do that. And then I just felt like my gut was telling me to do certain things and they were very yeah. scary things, which was to quit my teaching job by the following year and just pick up and move to London and see what happens. And yeah, that's really frightening, but I know life enough to know that when you follow your gut, good things can happen. And it taught me a lot about fear and having the courage in spite of fear. So I actually did take that leap with very mm -hmm. little money. But I remember that same gut feeling before I took that leap, it said to start writing. So I'm like, okay. So I'll look for writing opportunities. So I started um, getting paid for the first time with a photography company looking for content. Then I started blogging a bit about London and that led into an unpaid editor position. And then months later, uh, after a really chance meeting with a PR person, after I understood like how media works, I told her my dream again. I like, you know, I want to travel the world. And, she's, and she just said like, well, why don't you just start writing about travel? And I'm like, oh. And that just, it, you know, that just, it just took off for me because I was the editor, one of the editors for that website, just writing about London, but that website had a travel section and, and I didn't put two and two together. Wow. And that same year, it took me to Mozambique. It took me to Argentina, where I was working with a top chef, Edon Sanchez, who is like this, you know, superstar chef with cookbooks and James Beard Awards. And we over there, like, sipping Malbec and riding horseback in the Andes Mountains. And that just happened that, that, like, within a year of me taking that leap. So I just say as a travel writer, it felt like it found me. But it be it, I became that because I took the leap for my dreams. That was all within a year of you doing that? That's crazy. So I didn't know none of this, literally about you. And I'm so glad that you are sharing this because this is just incredible. And, and, and on that, like, were you actually, like, like, when you were teaching, were you actually like an English teacher? Was that what? I don't know. Yeah, so I was an assistant teacher at a private school for children okay. with learning disabilities, like dyslexia, uh -huh. ADD. Um, so I was, you know, helping with English. I was helping with algebra. I was helping with Spanish, though I didn't know too much Spanish. I, I was still learning ahead of the students. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also was very involved with, like, I even created a step team there and whatnot. And I love being there with the kids and, and kind of hearing about their dreams. But I knew that in order for me to be a better example of what it means to follow your dreams, I had to follow my own. Wow. So, I, I mean, I want everybody to hear this. The, the man didn't go to school for writing. Or did you? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. He, he didn't go to school for writing. And now this man is an award-winning writer. This man has just is in all the major publications for my on travel. And so I love the fact that he went after his dream. 
And even in going after his dream, he's now being recognized, but also being able to be in all of these publications, which people covet to be in. So congratulations to you. And and just speaking of writing, the one thing that Trav, like, Travis is one of the only people that really gives me FOMO. This man is literally always somewhere. But not even that. It's like where he goes and what he does. So uh, a part of it, we know that like a big part of you is like luxury travel. And, and that's like what you normally do. I see a lot of that. Um, mm -hmm. But why is that, Janish? Like what made you choose it? Like expound. Again, it was like it kind of chose me. But before I even knew I was going to be in the travel writing, I had dreams of luxury travel. So, you know, outside of me making $14 an hour as an assistant teacher, I would just dream and visualize me being a jet setter, of staying in villas, of, of going on private jets and, you know, going to Michelin star restaurants. It was all a dream. So what happened was I had just literally started my travel writing career um, after um, leaving London and starting in South Africa, uh, writing for that website. And um, a friend of a friend put me in touch with someone that really understands Mozambique tourism. Yeah. And so I was just going to go to the capital of Maputo and just cover the city. Really no, nothing luxury about it. Just cover the city. I'm just happy to, you know, be able to do this on assignment. Then he asked me, hey, I actually know this, um, the people that run a five-star um, all-villa beach resort in a remote part of Mozambique. And, you know, they can fly you from Maputo via helicopter. Do you want to try that? Yeah, I, I think I do. Yeah, I think that sounds good. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and after that experience, after that experience of being at like this $1,000 plus per night place and snorkeling with dolphins and having the best fresh prawns of my life and, you know, just living in a lap of luxury in the remote coast of Africa, I said, um, yeah, I think I found my niche now in travel. <laughs> so I, I love that because, and, and, and this is for our audience, is I'm, I'm guessing you, like, committed to it and said, this is what I'm going for. And then even in that, you figured out your niche and then from that, I'm guessing you made goals or just been like, like, this is what I'm putting out into the universe and this is what I'm going for. And boom, manifestation. Now you're just doing it all over the world now. Like, isn't that just like mind blowing? So that to me just encourages me and I hope it encourages y'all that y'all can actually do the same thing. You just got to put your mind to it and got to work for it. I ain't saying it's not, not easy. Um, but even with that, talking about easy, uh, what are some of the mistakes or obstacles you've made along this journey? Oh, man, so many. I feel like the number one mistake I've made, or at least uh, things I wish I had learned earlier, was knowing my worth. Um, mm -hmm. You know, writing for free, writing or doing things for exposure, instead of kind of just trusting that I have the talent that is worthy to be compensated for, mm -hmm. and uh, being willing to say no to good and instead of and as opposed to waiting for what's best yeah and that's when actually value me so i wish i had known that a little bit more 
Um, I wish I was more savvy with finances because for the last few years, I've just kind of been flying out of the seat of my pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just being comfortable. But I think I've been working now on a true wealth mindset and, um, you know, just being better with money management because uh, it's hard when you're jumping from place to place and yeah. you're a freelancer. You know, it's hard if you if you are always trading um, time for money. You have to keep the get got to keep those wheels going. So um, I wish I just was a bit more entrepreneurial in, in the beginning to kind of sing on top of my finances. But thankfully, I, I've learned my lesson and not pivoted. So quick question, even on that, just talking about like you learned your lesson and stuff like that. Has that like, like what's the process of like, dang, I shouldn't have did that. Like, or, oh, I might need to figure this out a little bit more. Like what's that process like? Do you, like for me, I was like, man, why did I do that? And then I like beat myself up for it. I'm not saying that you do it, but like walk me through that process on how you've even been able to overcome some of these obstacles. Sure. I'd say a really great, I mean, I do this for everything, whether it's problems or victories or just goal setting, but I love journaling. Mm. And so if I feel like I'm, I'm stuck in a rut or I feel like I, um, you know, put myself in a bad place or whatnot, then I will journal it and say, well, how did I get here? And what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. And how can I serve my way out of the situation? Mm. So those have been, that's been a few things that, that have helped me to kind of see, okay, well, I'm here, here now. What would I do differently so that I won't be in this situation again? So I think it's really yeah. about self-reflection. No, I, I love that. Love that. I love the self-reflection. That's something that is on my goals for 2021. I'm hoping to start uh, when I'm on vacation next week, uh, but I really have to get into journaling. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing that so much stuff, you forget what you even wrote and you can like read through it. And when I heard that, I was like, oh man, that'll just help me out because I feel bad sometimes. I was like, I said that, that's something I did. So it's good to be able to journal. So with yes. that, how can someone start doing what you do? Mm. So, well, one, don't be intimidated. I feel like a lot of people are intimidated when they see other writers with, like, I guess, very impressive bylines or whatnot. Um, just be okay with starting small. Mm-hmm. And I think the best way to approach it is to first pick a niche. So when you read, if you're a big fan of travel writing, what kind of stuff do you read? Are you reading about spas? Are you reading about luxury? Are you reading more about, like, backpacker, outdoorsy stuff? reading about golf, bridal stuff, like what tickles your fancy and what do you think you'd be passionate to write, passionate about writing? And that should help you kind of figure out what, at least what your, your first, um, you know, your first jump should be as far as travel mm-hmm. writing and then start a blog. So if you don't have a portfolio to show an editor, your blog is your portfolio. Yeah. So, you know, be like Jeff, where it's like he has a blog, but it's, you know, he takes quality time to write good pieces. And if you write good pieces and, it's, and it, you can show the editor that you've done your research, if you know what you're talking about and you can string words together and you know how to self-edit, that can actually be the way that you can get your first commission. And that can mm-hmm. get you that first byline and it goes up from there and so on and so on. So definitely start a blog and pick a niche and start local. 
So you don't have to travel in order to be a travel writer because people don't understand that if you're a local of, let's say, New York or Austin or San Francisco, people travel to those cities. So you can yeah. be that expert and that get what gateway um, to tell them where to go and what to do. So start local if, if you have um, issue kind of trying to figure out, like, if you need to travel to start. No, you can start right in your backyard as a travel That's writer. That's good. That's really good. And, and one thing that you also mentioned is, is that you also went and helped other people. So I've learned, uh, and this is something that my friend taught me maybe a year and a half ago, two years now, actually, is that people need content. Like, so these businesses and other content creators, um, like, ask if you can, like, hey, can I write a couple of pieces for y'all? And I've done that myself. Uh, and we have Matt coming on in a little bit. But that was one thing I heard Matt say. He was like, man, I'm, I'm trying to be, if somebody asks me to be on their blog, I'm on their blog. Because now that just adds to my repertoire, like you were saying. Uh, so do you just, just in your mind, like what made you think like, you know what, like since I am doing this, you need to make money too. But like what got you to just like reach out to these people? And like, well, how did you do it? Maybe that was good. As, as far as like publications? Um, you know how like you, you first talked about how you um, was like working for, like when you moved to London, you started working for and doing like work like that, like doing content, creating content form. Right. That was something mm -hmm. that you did. So yeah, like how did you like meet those people and stuff like that? And what was your mindset in that time? Gotcha. Uh, so I was lucky to just have a friend of a friend. So it's always good to have so guys tap into your network. <laughs> you know, if you know writers, if you know people, you know, use those networks. So I had a friend of a friend that worked for that very company. And he knew that um, the content marketing wing were, was looking for writers. So he put me in touch with that editor, and that's how I started mm -hmm. writing content for them. Oh, I um, love it. Yeah, and then after that, it was really just kind of just following my gut. So I didn't know where I was going to be taking. I don't know why I, I felt the need to do Yelp reviews about um, food and drink in London, but I did. But I would use that and siphon what I wrote there for my blog about London food and drink. Uh -huh. But just so it turned out that because I built that for for those last two months i was able to apply for that london um food and drink editor position for that same website that had the travel section that i would later start my career on i love it i love it yeah. and that was like those chess moves right there i really do like that that's that's really good and so okay so it's almost time um the last two questions these are the same two questions that i have been asking every single person uh, that's come on. Uh, and so the first question is, what are you inspired to do, be, have in 2021? Mm. I'm inspired to be my best self and mm. to serve at the capacity that I know I can serve, which is more than I've done in the past, yeah. and to provide value for people and to um, teach people how not to dream bigger, but how to dream better. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> what? No, I, that one just blew my mind. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Talk about that just a little bit more. Expound on that just a little bit more. So let me give you a taste. I think that 
a lot of people there there's i feel like there's there's three sides i think there's people that are dead on and in their journey they they know where they're going and and they're on the right track there's other people that um are um underselling themselves and are kind of flying under the radar of their potential of what they could be mm-hmm. and then there's other people that might have a big vision for themselves or or big dreams but it might not exactly be what is meant for them you know mm-hmm. like you know i i can say i love music so i guess i am i meant to be a singer so i'm going to pursue singing because it's my passion it's my passion but maybe you're not meant to be a singer right. maybe you're meant to be a producer maybe you're meant to be a manager so i want to help people to kind of dream more intuitively instead oh. of by impulse or just by yeah. you know whatever they feel like their passion is and kind of just surrender to whatever it is that's actually meant for them and i think that's going to unlock a lot of um happiness in a lot of people oh my gosh brother that is so good that is that's a bomb gym right there go ahead and hit some of those likes guys hit those hearts <laughs> that is phenomenal and so with the last thing we want to go into 2021 inspired motivated encouraged so my last question like always is words of encouragement like just encourage the people out there for 2021. My model for 2021 cuz it's something I had to um come into this year and I'm just going to be more on that train for next year. I guess the word of encouragement for everyone is to um own your dopeness. <laughs> Don't second guess it. Don't shrink for other people. Mm. Own your gift, own your talent. because if if it's if you have a mind to share those talents to inspire other people to um you know make the world a better place or make the industry a better place then all that self doubt or all those naysayers shouldn't really be in in the equation so own your dopeness and don't let anyone try to dim your light cuz it's it's 2020 well, it's about to be 2021 we ain't got time for that anymore no more travis travis what <laughs> That is that was so good. Like literally I am in like just my brain is just so just encouraged and it just is bringing out this like confidence in myself as I even think to myself as you were saying it. I'm like, man, just own it. Just own who you are. And so that's for y'all guys. Uh somebody mentioned on the comments said Travis is over here preaching. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey Travis, um where can everybody find you? Yeah, you can find me on all platforms with the same handle, Mr. Levius and my S T E R, my last name's Levius, L E V I U S, on Instagram as you can see, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and also have a YouTube channel which I will start finally op- try to be uploading regularly because I have so much travel content as well as, as well as inspirational content. Wow, and, um, wasn't that yeah, awesome? Guys, Travis after the show said that was know, his favorite interview of 2020. Continue to connect with you guys too. So, well, kudos to y'all. So happy that you were on. Thank you so much again. And I just y'all are I'm the greatest audience ever. I'm very jealous. Um, <laughs> once again, Nairobi, make sure you share if right you know now, anybody that needs to hear this. Share it out to them and continue to just download the other episodes. Thank you so so much for tuning in. was such a great and guess what i'm this is just a pit stop series for me to go to south africa starting sunday where i'll be for the next two hey, months hey see you in the new year bro i don't have time <laughs> to be a game bro
Sorry. No, I what? Bro, literally somebody said goals. Yeah, those these are goals for me. Yes, I am the yes, Travis. It has been incredible. Thank you so much, brother. Go get some sleep. It's 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. where he's at right now. So thank you again. 